This is the final one of our first looks at the Forgotten Age Deluxe Expansion. I'm your host, Frank, and tonight I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hello, Peter. This has been fantastic. You haven't really gone blind into packs before, and it's been kind of kind of sort of giddying to look at all these cards together and see what we think. So, yeah, thanks for joining me for this ride. No, 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 it's, it's been really interesting doing it. I've had to be a bit more off the cuff, and I keep on making mistakes. <laughs> with, with what That's car, the first what car way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope uh, the listeners have liked my my additional input, and uh, I haven't cramped your style or your enthusiasm at all. I don't think so. No, I hope the listeners don't think so either. I think it's been great to have you on these casts, and particularly for a deluxe where there are a lot of cards to process, it's nice to have someone else. Right. Well, you don't get to do a roulette wheel or. A dartboard or even pull the octopus now because we've only got one faction left and that is guardian yeah so this is our guardian investigator is leo anderson the expedition leader he's four willpower three intellect four combat and one agility he's veteran and wayfarer he has a reaction ability after your turn begins play an ally asset reducing its cost by one Elder Sign effect, plus two. Search the top three cards of your deck for an ally asset and draw it. Shuffle your deck. Keep moving. You can die on your own time. Eight health and six sanity. Another Wayfarer. Another Wayfarer. And I'm really nervous about that one agility because I feel like the Forgotten Age and the jungles are really going to test our agility and Leo is probably just going to blunder headfirst through every single trap and... (laughs) <laughs> rock fall and creeping vines and whatever else we get so yeah that's going to be fun well he's got his other people there to take the hits for him yeah his, ex- yeah. his expedition that he's leading so his ability is good if you can fire it regularly yeah so it's free it, it saves an action to play the ally and a resource for, for the cost yeah so but realistically speaking you're not going to play, say, 20 allies in a game. So it's probably not going to fire every single turn, but making sure it fires, I don't know, five times in a game? You'd be saving five resources and getting five free actions. That's incredible. So I think it, it very much depends on what he's got available uh, as, as allies. And I, I think at least he'll have Guardian allies there, which is stuff like Guard Dog and Beat Cop. Which, you know, the cost saving is nice on those because it's playing these four, even five costs with Xavier. Yeah. Playing those is, that's a really heavy toll on your bank balance. We've been banging this drum for a while. One of the ways that you punish a Guardian is give them lots of expensive cards to play. So any (laughs) way of getting more resources is useful. To do any further speculation about him, we'll have to look at his, his death building requirements. Yeah. So obligingly Leo... Flips over so we can look at his backside. He has a deck size of 30. He's, his deck building options are Guardian cards, level 0 to 5. Rogue cards, level 0 to 2. Neutral cards, level 0 to 5. And wow. his okay. deck building requirements, he has Mitch Brown, 
bought in blood and a random basic weakness. Well, rogue cards. I didn't see that coming. No, I didn't either. And we were talking earlier today and we were talking about, you know, probably it'll be allies or maybe non-unique allies or it's such an obvious ability with the ally ability. So this is the first time we've had a 5-2 a split investigator just be the reverse of a different one. So Leo is the reverse skids. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I can't think of any others. Yeah, I believe yeah. you. Yeah, it is. Because we did yeah. a graph a while ago. This is why I was yeah. I was speculating we'd see a Mystic Guardian or a Rogue Seeker in this set because those were the ones. Yeah. Those are the only pair we haven't seen, and we have we sort of seen a Rogue Seeker in Finn, but not really. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, wow. With Rogue as well, because you know part of the story for Leo is that he's a real hard ass, right, and kind of almost a bit nasty. And certainly when we look at his signature asset, Mitch, there's this hint that he's like a bastard more than a, you know, that he's done some evil things as opposed to just being a tough guy. And of yeah. course that fits really well with Rogue because Rogue's are about getting the job done no matter the cost, as opposed to Guardians that are about getting the job done and everyone makes it out alive. Interesting that he's got that kind of streak to him. Yeah. So so he he can take Leo, right? Yeah. And Joey the Rat Vigil. I know you're going to go straight to Joey. Uh, yeah, I am. Good old Joey. I think he, yeah. he, didn't he win us, win us some points on our... Um, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. People you don't want at a party or something like that. Yeah, because he's a yeah. snitch, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. So, interestingly, this was a question we had a while ago. and uh, I didn't pitch it to Matt, but we should have done. Uh, Leo can take Leo, but he can't take Lola Santiago. Okay, but Lola... Can take... can take Leo and Lola? Yeah. So Lola can take Leo and Lola. Leo can take Leo but not Lola. Leo, Leo, no Lola. Lola, Leo, Lola. Yeah. Easy. Easy to, easy to remember. <laughs> no one's got any excuse to get any of that confused. I think we've explained yeah. it quite clearly. But <laughs> we've just looked at the rogue cards in our last episode. Yeah. And Treasure Hunter popped up in that, didn't it? Yes. And we talked both about Treasure Hunter and Hired Muscle, which is a very similar card. Mm. Uh, one cost with a stat boost. Now, that actually looks quite nice in Leo, doesn't it? Because then you're playing it for free at the beginning of your turn. And even if it goes away at the end of the turn, you've had a stat boost for the whole turn. Yeah, and you've not even spent the action to play it, right? Exactly, yeah. The, the reaction. So you're like, oh, this turn I'm definitely fighting. In comes the Hired Muscle three attacks yeah and then takes a hit and goes away <laughs> nice wow if you've got the um the skull oh yeah yeah the decorated skull and you can kill off some of your allies as they're out you can be charging up the skull as well i think the skull is really good in leo because he's obviously going to have a large number of of assets uh, ally assets and quite mm. often the guardian uh, ally assets deal damage to themselves or soak up damage and want to be yes. defeated. So Xavier... You control the defeat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Xavier, Beat Cop, Guard Dog. They're mm -hmm. all taking yeah. up damage and getting defeated. So I would nice. absolutely yeah. be looking at that Spooky Skull for Leo. <laughs> spooky Skull, as it shall now be known forever. <laughs> yeah. Doom begets Doom. Wow, really interesting with Rogue. And then the other higher level Rogue allies, Hired Muscle we've just mentioned, there's Cat cat burglar which i don't think will see a place i don't know if he wants the agility boost but higher level 
Leo De Luca, maybe, get well, to play Leo for three, for four. Yes. Yeah. Which is nice on your first turn. Yeah. Tap Burglar, his ability might be useful, though. Mm-hmm. Because Tap Burglar is a bit of a contradiction, because he lets you evade without using your agility, even yeah. while he boosts your agility. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, so can, I, I, on. I can see it. The nice thing about, about Rogue Allies is they have nice rounded um, health and sanity pools as well, and sanity might be a bit of an Achilles heel for Leo, as it often can be for Guardians, so getting the slightly higher sanity from Rogue Allies could be useful. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at his, his signature cards. Yeah. What have we got? So, his signature asset is Mitch Brown... Soul Survivor, a three-cost asset with two wild icons, two health and two sanity. It's ally and wayfarer traited. We're starting to get familiar with that trait. Leo's deck only. You have two additional ally slots, which can only be used to hold non-unique allies. You ain't going nowhere without me, Leo, so you might as well tell me what's going on. This is what I was alluding to with his slightly rogue streak, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well... Mitch is, I think he's he's great for Leo, isn't he? Because he mm. he lets you use those disposable allies, you know, quite well. So they can just yeah. keep on popping in. And with a couple of charisma then, which I'm sure must be high up on Leo's purchase list. Yeah. You're going to have five allies. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you'd even need five. You get Mitch down. And if you're then cycling beat cops, guard dogs, treasure hunters and hired muscles... You know, that's, you'll sort of always have one in hand that you're playing, depending on the circumstances. Maybe you want another slot for Leo, DeLuca, or Xavier, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can absolutely see that skull now in, in Leo, if he's got so many allies in play. Yeah. And he... It's a little bit like how Yorick likes to take hits, because Yorick will replay cards for killing enemies. And he Leo Anderson is slightly different, but he likes to take hits, because if he can kill off allies, he can replay them at a reduction and also maybe charge up the skull if that's what he's doing. Yeah. Cool. So, we have a treachery bought in blood. Weakness, flaw. Revelation. You must either discard an ally asset you control from play, or discard each ally asset from your hand. If no assets are discarded by this effect, shuffle bought in blood back into your deck. We paid a terrible price for the knowledge we sought. Was it worth it? Almost definitely. Interestingly, you could run a totally ally-free Leo deck and <laughs> ignore this card altogether. Yeah, it would be one card in the way, and that. Yeah, oh, okay. be it. yes, of course. Yeah, his his um his signature card. But then you're probably not going to play that if you don't have any other allies, are you? Yeah, you're not going to pay three and or you pay two get free play of it. Yeah, just for two two. Yeah, maybe actually. Yeah. Let us work on that deck list between us, Frank, and we'll present that to the yeah. listeners when we've yeah, got yeah. something more complete. I like the idea of if you're anyway running these cheap, non-unique allies, a treasure hunter or a hired muscle, say, they're they're the easy targets for this. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You just ping one of those. It's nasty if you've only got Xavier in play. <laughs> or Leo. Although, I suppose it's a must. So if you keep one of those allies in hand, if that's the only other ally in hand, you've played Leo de Luca and you've kept a small ally, a guard dog in hand, 
when you hit this, you don't have to discard Leader Luke. You can just discard the guard dog out of your hand. So you can yeah, actually. Yeah, true, yeah. The, the terrible moment is when you have four in hand and a great one on the table. Yeah, <laughs> and... it, I think this, this would really hurt if it hit you early. I mean, I remember back in the days of, you know, the, the core set, Crit Chill. Oh, you, yeah. You always Crit like. Chill on Leo, yeah. First turn, you know. And at that point, if you spent all your, your actions and, and money playing Leo on that first turn, then you might have some other allies in your hand that you don't want to lose. Yeah, yeah. Pretty nasty. Okay, I'm looking forward to that deck list. Let's yeah. dive in on the Guardian cards. The first one is called Survival Knife. It's a two-cost asset with a combat icon. Really cool art. It's item, weapon, and melee traded. Action, fight. You get plus one combat for this attack. No extra damage. And then reaction, after an enemy attack deals damage to you during the enemy phase, exhaust survival knife, fight, this attack targets the attacking enemy, you get plus two combat, and deal plus one damage for this attack. Ooh, that takes up a hand Very slot. tasty, isn't it? I like that a lot. So you've like fought, 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 and nearly killed an enemy, and then you take the hit from it and get a boost to try and do the final damage to it. Yeah. Nice. Like, if you're going to be hit by an enemy anyway, in the enemy phase, you know, you might as well be standing it back. Yeah. I mean, I can yeah. almost see using this weapon alongside, like, a gun or something as your main weapon. So you've never even used... It's a bit like, tre- uh, yeah, trench, trench knife. knife. Yeah. yeah. It's almost not worth it for the, the primary ability. It's the reaction or the additional ability that you really want it for. And if you play Heroic Rescue with this, you can pull enemies over to you take their hit, stab them with the survival knife, and do the damage from Heroic Rescue. Yeah, uh, this is only during the enemy phase, remember. that That's when Heroic Rescue pulls... Oh, does it? Yeah, you can play Heroic Rescue in the enemy phase to pull an enemy over. Oh, yes, of course. I, I For some reason, I'm always thinking about playing Heroic Rescue when yeah, it's an attack of opportunity. Yeah, no, you can do it in the enemy phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. great then. Yeah, potentially doing three damage for... For a card and a resource and then this attack it's nice and interesting the plus two combat actually because i was just thinking leo can take leo anderson can take level two switchblade which gives you the plus two combat and level two derringer he might not want to he might just stick to guardian weapons but if he wants to go for this kind of like bigger hits and higher combat survival knife is a sort of similar thing as well that maybe you've been trying to kill something with switchblade and you haven't quite killed it yet so you take the hit in the enemy phase and then polish it off with the survival knife. Yeah. Interesting. What a cool cool way of playing. I, I like it a lot, actually. I think it will make its way into... Especially those those kind of Guardian decks which emphasise tanking damage and tank, yeah. t- tanking the enemies. So, so wrapping themselves in, in big tough... Because even like if something attacks you and it hits like Xavier... Is that still dealing damage to you? Uh, it is, isn't it? It's not assigned to you. Oh yeah, dealing and assigning is different. Yeah, that yeah, I'd I'd imagine that might be right. But yes, so when you're dealt damage, you then assign it and apply it after it's dealt. Yeah. Okay, that's actually really useful to know then. So you could you could already be about to put the damage on Xavier. Yeah. But you also get a free attack. Exactly. Yeah. And and if it's lethal damage to Xavier, he's dealing another two damage. Poor, nice. And then of course, because you're Leo, you're getting an extra 
token on your spooky skull. <laughs> yes, you are. You are. Cool. Well, let's move on to the next one. Yet another even reason to leave weapons hanging around, uh, leave enemies hanging around, which yeah, is really quite, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so now we have Ventura. No, Venture. Ventura. Ventura. <laughs> yeah, like adventurer. Right. Okay. Not like pet detective. I think that's Ventura with Ventura, an A. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ventura. I've never heard that word yeah. before. Like going on a venture, adventurer. Venture. I mean, I've heard venture before. Yeah. Because you'd like... Venture capitalist. Yeah. Venture capitalist. I'll venture my opinion on this this card. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Tell us what it does. So I'm I'm a venturer, venturing opinion. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Maybe the listeners can tell we've recorded all these in a row late into the evening. (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty late. (laughs) Okay, right. This is a four-cost asset, and it has Mm -hmm. a single intellect pip. It is an ally with using an ally slot, Wayfarer, and it has two health and two sanity. Uh, Uses three supplies. Uh, Free action, spend one supply and exhaust Venturer. Place one supply or ammo on an asset controlled by an investigator at your location. Wow. So, spend and exhaust him. Yeah. I think it's okay. So you can top up your first aid. You can top up your weapons. You top yourself up. A... Yes, you could. If there was something that says when you place a supply, place an additional supply, yeah. Venture would get broken, but yeah. hopefully that's not the case. And investigate your location. Okay, so we're paying four for potentially yeah. three dots on a gun or anything that uses supplies. Mm-hmm. Flashlights, yeah. for instance, as well. Flashlights, yeah, yeah. I mean, the equivalent to give out four supplies is the level three emergency cash, which is obviously three XP, but zero cost. So this is, yeah, a lot lower down the down the scale. This, if you're running this in Leo Anderson, you get to play him for three resources and you're essentially turning those resources slowly into three more ammo or supply. And if you've got Mitch in play, you maybe have Venture in one of those two non-unique slots. And he's it's just a sort of assistant character. And you're using the other slot for the or guard dog or the, the thing that's actually helping you kill things. And Venture is just being useful and supporty and kind of keeping things topped up. I can see that. That's reasonable to me. Yeah, yeah. He's not blowing my socks off, but I think no, he's, no, no, no. he's like a he's a workhorse, isn't he? Rather than a yeah. showy. It's a yeah, slow and steady wins the race. It also potentially could feed into any of the like shenanigans slash bullshit that people want to do with stick to the plan and having extra ammo on stick to the plan, so that when you play your weapon, you can then add more ammo to it to then contraband it to double the ammo on it. You could play a lightning gun as Leo slowly fill it up with charges and then contraband it and yeah. have, like charges forever. Maybe that's inefficient, but yeah, it's just a you spent twelve resources on no fourteen resources on your twelve charge lightning gun. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe not worth it. Yeah. Lockpicks uses supply as well, doesn't it? 
Wow, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, because Leah, <laughs> really Leah can take the lockpicks lock as well. Yeah, keep so, the lockpicks charged up. And he gets that amazing plus one agility boost when he uses lockpicks. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet ass lockpicks, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you want Cat Burglar. To boost your Cat Burglar lockpicks Leo yeah. Anderson deck, yeah. I, just thinking Liquid Courage as well, actually, that's got supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I rarely run out of supplies with liquid courage, mind, but you know, yeah. maybe first aid as well. That's one. Yeah, the I think the strength of this card is in the options. If you're playing four player, someone's using a flashlight, and they want to sit at a two shroud location and kind of clear it out. You can give them another flashlight supply, or you need that one more shot with your forty five automatic to kill an enemy. You can get that extra ammo. Yeah. It's just it's it's the flexibility that appeals to me yeah. more than the effect itself. I feel maybe uh, Mark quite likes this actually because he's he'll tend to run those cards like the pipe, smoking pipe. Yeah, yeah. Weapons that use ammo, so the Colt for yeah. instance. Uh, first aid you probably see in Mark. Yeah. My current about to finish Carcosa campaign someone else is playing Mark and is running the higher level first aid and it's yeah the more supplies you can get on that the better basically it's really good okay right let's and the jump final guardian over. card no I think there's two more isn't there oh there's two more oh wow the second to final guardian card is trusted it's a one cost event with a willpower icon we saw this in one of the I think the article announced Leo Anderson. It's an upgrade traded. Fast, play only during your turn. Attached to an ally asset you control. Attached asset gets plus one health and plus one sanity. I really like this in Ashcan Pete. I think it's really cool. Duke or um, Pete Sylvester buff. <laughs> That's my odd place that I think it, it's fun. Answer me this, Frank. Yeah. Is it better than a card like say emergency aid which would heal mm. i suppose it's fast yeah is it better than healing an ally once they've taken damage it depends what you're using that ally for and i think it also depends on what the ally's health and sanity stat line is yeah because if you if you attach this to a, an ally that can't take damage or horror because they've only got a value of one in that respective category attaching it to this means that they suddenly become more flexible in how they can protect your investigator yeah so all of the academic army don't really take damage which means if you're playing academic army in daisy any damage you get if you're wanting to keep your academic army in play to calling in favors them or whatever it means you end up taking all the damage on yourself unless you're moving it around in some other way and this at least allows you to give those lopsided allies share out the damage and horror a little bit on them. To go back to your original question, this is one cost and no actions to maybe get one more beat cop exhaust yeah. and m- maybe put one more horror on the beat cop. I normally like that two sanity in my beat cop to put a bit of horror over there. And two cost and an action for emergency aid to get two more damage out of the beat cop. I mean, it's pretty close. It yeah. depends slightly on the time and the resources and everything else. I think it's it's very similar to something like Inspiring Presence. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's a skill card, so it's sort of free to play. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you've got to rely on the skill test passing. Uh, and that yeah. heals the damage and uh, readies an ally. 
Yeah, which so... potentially gives an extra use. So, yeah, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of comparison there. I think you're right, and I think working out how those different cards, aid, trusted, inspiring presence, all fit together will be quite interesting because I don't think it's the case that you just pile them all in a deck and hope for the best. Yeah. And certainly for, like, I can see this being useful to sling on to Leo De Luca because it just means he can soak up even more for you and he'll stay stick around even longer. But I can't really see putting this on Brother Xavier because you want Brother Xavier to disappear at some point. True, so, true, yeah. Yeah, but, sort of picking the right targets for it is useful. Unless you really want to just tank some damage, in which case maybe you do want Xavier to have some extra soak. Mm, and it's not limited, right? You could put two on Xavier, and Xavier's almost an investigator then. He's at 5-5. Five, five. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next, last, lastly, we <laughs> have uh, our experience guardian card. Uh, this is a mm. one-cost event, one experience. Everything's been one experience, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. And interestingly, we got an XP card for Survivor, which normally we yeah. don't get. But it is, it is in fact, the unidentified one. That's for Seeker, for Survivor. Oh, did you say Survivor? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We got Yautl. Okay, so this is a one-cost event, one experience pip, one intellect pip, and it is reliable. It's an upgrade, fast play only during your turn, attached to an item asset you control. While resolving a triggered ability on attached asset, you get plus one to each of your skills. Mm. So this makes... I mean, I, I imagine it's going to be used most often on a weapon. Yeah. Uh, makes to, a machete a plus two, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure there are some really, really good cards to yeah. use this on that have multiple I'm gonna abilities. Tell you, I'm going to tell you... Reliable lockpicks. I'm going to call it right now. Ooh. It gives plus you plus one, one to each, each of your, of your skills. skills. So, both so of that them. means, yeah, so that means Leo Anderson is now adding plus two to his agility. Uh, to His agility is a plus two now. It's one and the plus one for this. So he's adding that to his intellect, which is a four, which takes him up to a heady six with his reliable lockpicks. Yeah, it's dreadful, but it still yeah. <laughs> makes me happy. The ideal is the item that you keep around and you and obviously triggers tests, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So your maybe your switchblade, your machete. You know, if you're only putting this on, say, a flashlight, you're only going to get three uses unless you're using Ventura to keep filling it up. But maybe you have a reliable, I don't know, forty-five automatic, and you're then topping up the ammo with your Venturas. So. The 45 automatic is giving you plus two combat when you attack with it, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really fascinating that these Guardian cards are pretty unflashy. There's two fast cards, though, which is yes, really I was nice. Just fast, that, cheap yeah. cards. But you've got reliable and trusted. It's the sort of things you want on your expedition group and your survival knife. That means you can kind of go the distance. Your venturer will keep things topped up. It feels pretty fitting for the kind of. Yeah, there's like expedition a expedition leader preparedness theme running through these yes, cards, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Which is an interesting contrast to the survival ones we looked at, which were about desperation and being blindly lucky. Yeah, and improvising and improvising. Yeah. No, really, really good mixture. There's one final card that you might want to take on a expedition with you, and that's the backpack, which is the only 
neutral card we've got that's not a weakness. And this is a two-cost asset with an agility icon. It's item-traded and takes up the body slot, which is such a rare slot. Reaction, after backpack enters play, search the top six cards of your deck for up to three non-weakness item or supply cards and attach them face down to backpack, shuffle your deck. Cards attached to backpack may be played as if they were in your hand. If there are no cards attached to backpack, discard it. It's a nice sort of extra hand size in a way. Yeah, I, I, I think it's good. It's, it reminds me a bit of, there's a card in Netrunner, which I know some people will have played, called Street Peddler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that did something relatively similar, where you put, you put blindly put three cards onto it, and then you could play them at a slight discount. So it, it feels a little bit like that, except you've got a bit of control over which cards go on there. If you've got a deck that's heavy with item or supply cards, mm. and bearing in mind, some of the staple cards in the game of, of both. So if you're a Guardian... Your, all your weapons are items, typically. And you've got emergency yeah. cash, which is a supply. Yeah, yeah. I think the risk, the difference between them is Street Peddler was the top three cards of your deck, irrespective of what they were. Mm-hmm. And Backpack, you look at the top six and pick three, but you might see none, right? <laughs> you could play pay two to play Backpack and not see any items or supplies. Depends entirely on the deck. Like maybe a seeker wouldn't run this because they're not running enough items to make it worthwhile. Yeah. No, you can even put another backpack on your backpack, can't you? Mm-hmm. Mini backpack. Just open your backpack, and inside there's another backpack. Yeah, you've got it like folded down. It's like the wet weather backpack or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then maybe you've got more stuff inside that backpack than was in the original backpack. When you get out that backpack, yeah, you throw away your first backpack. The, the other thing to note, of course, is that in Yorick it's really interesting because it's yeah, an item that yeah, you can replay yeah. and it also is a way of getting other items into his discard pile, which I think he really likes, sort of that, that interplay that you might kill an enemy and actually not have an item you necessarily want to replay. So if you replay your backpack, you get to dig through your deck for more items that you might then need, which is, yeah, really cool. And then potentially overwrite an old backpack and discard everything on that which then yeah. becomes more fodder for Yorick to install. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if it's explicitly deliberate that it doesn't have a health or sanity value to stop you just putting a ping of damage and <laughs> discarding yeah. it. So yeah, And that brings us to the end of our first look at the Guardian cards of the Forgotten Age. Yeah. I just completely blanked on the name. Is there any particular card that's jumped out at you as being one you can't wait to put in a deck? Spooky Skull. Sp- oh, I was going to say the Spooky Skull. Yeah, I know you were. Well, yeah. I'll have to go with Last Chance then. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, Improvised last... Weapon actually was my second choice. Yeah. yeah. Last Chance is... That's a bit of a cop-out, really, because I think you could put that in just about any Survivor deck. Even any deck with access to it, I think you could put it in and it would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're, you're, you know, you're in a deck where you're Maybe Min doesn't like it because she she likes to have lots of cards in her hand. Oh, if she has no cards, it's plus six. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is good. I'm Already I'm now forgetting the Seeker and Mystic cards because we did oh, them and of first. Course, but... Sorry, the, one of the things I'd not appreciate about Last Chance, for some reason I had it in my head, it was only to your tests. But you can commit it to anyone's test, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just... What you can't do is they can't then add their vicious blow or anything like that because it shuts down all commitment. Of course, yeah. But then imagine 
Min with a um, analytical mind, just hiding in a cupboard somewhere, telling everyone that it's their last chance to succeed. <laughs> She's got a gun with one bullet in. She's standing, <laughs> hiding in this cupboard. She's like the creepy Min. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that would probably be my pick. Yeah, and decorated skull, spooky skull. I think just for the sheer potential there of a zero cost asset that could potentially yeah pay out huge dividend over time. Yeah, I, I I think it's really good. I'd, I'd really like to put together an Akachi deck that uses it. Ooh, nice. But also yeah. very keen to see how it works in Leo. Yeah, yeah. And I think Dr. Ellie Horowitz will be a really interesting ally for this cycle, just for her ability to hunt for relics. It's a really strong ability. Nine card filtered draw is kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Well, you've been listening to Drawn to the Flame. You can get in touch with us. We're Drawn to the Flame on Facebook. We're Drawn to the Flame on Twitter. We're Drawn to the Flame podcast at gmail.com. And we're Drawn to the Flame on Patreon. Thank you again to all our patrons for your uh, fantastic encouragement. It's just been so wonderful. And we've started to get through some of the questions. And we'll do more on our next episodes when Peter's back from his holiday. Peter, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I am everywhere as Unitled, so I'm on the Discord, I'm on Twitter, I'm on the Reddit. Uh, I normally run the card of the day thread on Reddit, but it's it's been a very hectic few weeks for me with various mm. stuff. So Darth Caboose has been filling in for me, so I, I, I will reveal, relieve them of their duty soon and get back to running that. How about you, Frank? Where can people get in touch with you? I'm FB on Twitter, that's E-P-H underscore B-E-E, and I'm around the places Zooey Glass or Zozo. Come say hi on Discord or other places that you see me hanging around. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Peter is Leo Anderson, the expedition leader. Is it me doing the front or are you doing the front? I'm doing the front. Okay, sorry. Dink? Yep. Yeah, I think it's me. I interrupted you. Please go on. I won't interrupt it's you again. Willpower. Don't worry. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> you absolute dog. <laughs> <laughs>